Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so Denise, <laughs> if you were born into a world that you are the only woman. Oh, man. <laughs> Difficult. Do you think you'll end up dating a guy? He's asking for himself. Did you hear the Prime Minister talk about butt sex? This is your Daily Catch-Up. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, the National Day Rally happened on 21st August, Sunday. Mm. And so we're just going to talk about like what are some of the bigger news that has been coming out of it and what are people concerned about. Alright. It's quite accurate as a Clearly the biggest news here the is... The mask one, right? Yeah, yeah I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Cost of living. Yeah. So, <laughs> which affects us all. Which is when everyone turned on the TV actually. <laughs> so he talked about a few things, COVID-19 recovery, geopolitics and foreign influence, economy and cost of living, Section 377A, as well as future plans for such as Terminal 5 and the conversion of Paya Lebar Airbase. Actually very cool, the Terminal, terminal, terminal 5 stuff. Yeah. What? Isn't really though? Really where? Yeah. No, what's cool? The fact that because of COVID right, now right, it can operate as individual gates so that one gate right can operate without even interacting with the people of the another gate so that if yeah. COVID happens again, all the airports can still remain running. Wait, our airport had to close because it was a giant cesspool of COVID. No, 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 no. I mean, it's because international flights were affected. Yeah. Then we lost many, many percent of flight volumes. Right. Hence, we don't need all terminals. How would that sectioning then solve this problem? A few things. So like some stuff can still continue. For example, like business traveling, you just create a little bubble for them so that they go from terminal to where they need to meet to back to terminal. This right. allows that. So that you only need to operate that one small gate instead so of operating the whole <laughs> Should buy sets. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, sets. <laughs> So hey, this is not financial <laughs> <laughs> Whatever John Paul buys, don't have a... It starts building in two years and then you don't know how long it will take to like finish building. Uh, we do, actually, 2030. Actually, we do. 10 years time. Yeah. Hey, 10 years, no, years time. Years time. Yeah. Okay, okay. But it's huge. It's like Terminal 1 combined with Terminal 3. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. that wasn't the biggest news though. No, but when, no, the when, Paya Lebar one is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know, right, that, that whole airbase, they're going to tear it down. Then we're going to build HDB right, housing. Mm, yeah. It's going to be the size of what Pongo and Senkang combined. Apparently, 100,000 homes, 115 Homes. massive huge. it's huge for people living in Pongo by the way because we, we keep hearing the, the war Whoa. planes yes. huh. oh. now gonna kena. <laughs> you know Tengah means middle in Malay but it's all the way in one end do you know that Singapore used you know, like, <laughs> use what Tengah was going to be the middle it was actually the middle no way yeah then there's a whole part that broke off and like sank this is really a waste of time. Don't believe him. Why believe him? Because it's like kind of close to the edge, you know. There's a no, it's not. That you can break off. Do you know Beach Road used to be by the beach, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was, okay. They weren't real. Mm. Believe me, oh my god, yeah, yeah, believe. Once you doubt me, and then you, twice you know, shame. East Coast Road, <laughs> really the coast. Pull me twice, shame on me. <laughs> okay, so the biggest news clearly is about Section 377A. Okay, stop right there. Please like, share and subscribe to support us so that we can continue talking about things like that. We love you as much as they like butt sex. Okay, <laughs> back to the episode. Bing, bing, love.
Mm. And so for those of you who don't know, Section 377A basically criminalizes sex between men. Interestingly, mm. they don't criminalize sex between women. So you, yeah. no, I thought it's anal or something. Sodomy. me. That means even you f the girl backside also wrong lah. No. It's between men. Oh really? It's between mm. men, yeah. Oh shit. Okay, okay, okay. There was a theory in the past, which I think I shared before, I'm just gonna say it again. Uh, mm. That I mean this is a law that's in uh, inherited from the British, right? Yes. And there's a myth lah, more like there was this colonel officer in Singapore that the crown or people work there don't want him in this position. And so they created this law as an excuse to send him to jail in which generations of Singaporeans have been living under this sounds like discrimination. Anu, yeah. This is folk law. I don't know. Eh. Like It's quite Googleable one. Yeah, on why it happened. Because clearly I was interested on why, why only men cannot. Mm. Yeah, why scissors can. <laughs> but then- you know, you know, you grow up in life, then you realize nobody actually scissors. And it was, uh, it was a letdown, such a letdown. Wait, what? I always call scissors cut scissors sisters. Really, man? No. It's the, impossible. The scissors in itself is a porn genre. It's not a thing that's done. It's the patriarchy imagining how women mm. f rubbing genitalia <laughs> together. Yeah, it's well, you didn't have to spoil it for the rest of <laughs> Like logistically, it's <laughs> so difficult to actually pull off. He's about like 10% right. So yeah. like 377A was actually intended to stop British civil servants from visiting male prostitutes. So no, no, was, maybe that's the P, PR idea. Yeah, like, there was okay. one particular person. There's more behind yeah. it. <laughs> nice. That's a very rude way to okay. say it, refer sorry, to him sorry. by saying it. Maybe I identify as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the <laughs> Yeah, so what are your thoughts on it? Or like, did you Okay, honestly, I did not expect this to happen this year. The, like the repeal. The yeah. yeah, the repeal. So I think there were a couple of things, right? Because it, 377A was repealed, but then also so, the idea of a marriage between men and women has now been included into the constitution. Yes. So then there's like, Two aspects to it. I think my initial reaction also was like, wow. I th and and my, my group chats also were like going, wow, this was really, really unexpected. And then as it continued on, and then the announcement of the, the whole marriage thing, the constitution, then it became like, uh, is this a good thing or a bad thing for the LGBT community? Mm, exactly. Untrue. Untrue. To me, 377A was a matter of time, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's, it's discriminatory to begin with. Yeah. As a country, if it's for both men and women, okay. But the fact that it's only for men, that's weird really. So mm -hmm. it has to go at some point. Mm. So there's a few parts that's interesting to me. Like being part of this generation, we always thought that we are all for the equality of the LGBTQ community. You know, like why not let them get married also, mm. right? You know, the government always say got polls of Singapore not already. Then we're like, well, yeah, there's all these bloody polls and nobody asked me. Then you you see in the comment section when this yeah. come out, like it's really, 50-50 yeah. yeah. Actually, there, there were surveys that they were done in 2022, actually this year, right? And it's actually 46% that are yeah. in support. Yeah, no, and- Wait, is it marriage or repealing? Basically, <laughs> the ones that want to repeal is a minority. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I always feel like maybe you ask all the old people, because I don't know anyone that got asked before. Ah. So, so if you ask the old people, then they have a few years left, like, why we let the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. let them decide the law, you know? And then you assume these people are just not on social media, because basically anyone that's on social media largely agree. Until this whole thing came about, I see the poll now, like they were not kidding about the bloody poll. That's one thing that surprised me. <laughs> the other one was that, because we are in this echo chamber and because I assume that this bloody poll is weird, right? Like the PAP government is not very populist to begin with, mm. right? Be it they too comfortable or they really thinking the long term of Singapore. I would think, okay lah, this is a celebration. This is a triumphant. This is maybe drumstick and chicken, but at least this is a drumstick act like it lah. You know what I mean? When they mm. give GST voucher, the drumstick chicken, whatever. But when they give the drumstick, they act like it eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But this one, they deliver as though it's bad news. It was somber. Yeah. yeah. And then when they went out and then they really go and address it, 
And then DPM Lawrence Wong was like, not under the current PM's watch, the constitution of family will change, not under my watch will the constitution of family between men and women yeah. change. Then I feel like, wow, isn't it so surprising? This was what blew my mind because I thought they would use this to rally for how forward looking and future looking. Because as much as they are doing good for the country, they still need to win the votes. To all the young people, this feels like uh, low hanging fruit. Yeah. 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 And then it's not. They were legitimately concerned that the majority gets upset. Yeah. Which shows how much we are in this echo chamber that we think everybody, our friends and family, all agree. Which, which is why it made it more interest, even more amazing, I guess, that they even came about repealing it. Um, I think the other thing also, like going back to that, right, was that if you look at what opposition parties were saying, they also were quite careful about how they addressed it. In mm. fact, they Be- haven't really said anything. Yeah, because, filming. because they too, right, are afraid of losing the, like, any chance of winning the elections or so. Which also show like how crazy the majority are not like us, I guess, in like supporting like the LGBT movement. Was there anything similar to this where it was like a build up from a minority thing and a movement to it growing until it becomes like almost 50-50 and then mm. something happened? Women's like, rights and slavery. Yeah. As in, I, I don't know how it was <laughs> and I, I wish I did more research to it, but I am honestly surprised how Singapore actually has abortion legalized if mm. the religion thing mm. is such a massive factor in actually deciding. And also our birth rate is so low. Yeah. Like it's just a bad and a bad. I, I would have assumed that there was a lot of backlash back then also regarding this. Which yeah. also kind of leads back to the Shih A, like just because this is in the law, it's not like people were not doing it right, clearly. At the same time also that this was the compromise that was reached the last time they had this uh, huge 377A debate, which was yeah. that we have it there, but we were not enforced. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, no, but I think like, I mean, as with a lot of law, it's about the government's stance. Mm. So like, I think PM also said in his speech lah, that these are people that are going through like their lives as all of us are and we sh- their private matters should not be like something that we criminalize. Well, I'm, I'm not quoting verbatim. Was this <laughs> the first time, like I think what was surprising for me also was the first time, it felt like the first time that PM Lee was outrightly addressing the plight that mm. LGBT people have been going no, through. not the first time. And okay, so if it's not, mm. even though it's not the first time, it feels like a very, very public um, platform for him to actually convince the majority but that this is the NDR. right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, which, once again, back to that surprise thing, right? <laughs> yeah. He's expecting backlash, eh? And backlash not from people that are saying you are not giving us full rights. Yeah. The, he, the concern of backlash is the institutions of Singapore rallying against a non-pro cisgender family. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. to Dan's point from earlier, right? When I read the, because I was out, like, I completely didn't know that Sunday was NDR. Yeah. <laughs> I was out, right? Yeah. Then after that, like, I have a few friends that start texting me, like, like happy stuff, happy, <laughs> happy stickers, you know? Then yeah. I'm like, why, what happened? Then after that, I realized that 378 repealed, but my news stopped there. So I didn't know about the constitution uh, right. amendments and all that. Right. Yeah, then I was like, oh, yay, like, nice lah. But I mean, I wouldn't say I've been a champion for it lah. Yeah. So it was like a, yay, okay, oh, life goes on. But then when I read about the amendment, about the marriage thing, right, then that was when I was a bit like, oh, like taken aback. Like almost like all the joy was like gone. Which is why also like I did a poll on my own Instagram, right? Asking like, is this actually a step forward overall or is it two steps back? Because like, I'm giving you this thing, which as we have mentioned, right? Sounds like it should have been removed anyway. Mm. But then by giving you that, right, I'm then saying, okay, la, now that I give you this, right? I am strengthening this whole other thing mm. that is majority of like what the rights that we want to fight for anyway. So someone actually DM me also after I put up that post saying that like, oh, there's actually been an update. Like Minister Shamugam himself has come out to like address that like they are not fixing the definition of marriage. But he kind of like 
talk a bit in a circle, a bit confusing. Like he said, like refer to women's charter, but he never say what the women's charter say. Mm. Yeah, then it was a bit confusing. La. How I interpreted it, right, was that I think a bit like what PM Lee was saying is that this issue shouldn't be something that the courts decide, mm. right? So if you look at America, for example, deciding whether abortion is, should be legal or not, the courts are deciding that instead of the politicians. Yeah. And so he's saying that in Singapore, it should be the politicians that decide because the politicians are speaking for the people. It shouldn't be a set of judges who are a little bit more removed from representing mm-hmm. the people. Right. And so by making this amendment, which can also be changed in the future by the politicians in parliament, mm. it can then be changed in the future should the um, perceptions of what marriage is change down the line. Yeah. But he also said that like, in order for it to change right now, given this change, it is unconstitutional to contest this in court like how 377A has been contested, right? Yeah. Which is why they're making this change as well. But then his follow-up, he added that like, um, so you can put it in your party manifesto and if you get elected, then you can propose this in parliament. If it gets a simple majority, then it can pass, right? But then to me, that sounds a bit like, uh, they say that, but then DPM Lawrence Wong has said, right? Mr. Lee is not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Mm. Then it's basically no one's going to do it. Lah, you know what I mean? It's a very roundabout way of saying that it's not going to change. To mm. me, to me. I think because they also expect it to be maybe two or three generations down yeah, the line kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I agree. Like based on your the poll that he shared also, right? A lot of the support or like on the fan sentiment also all falls under 18 to 29. Yeah. Yeah. So it does feel like a two, three generation thing. My questioning of this is mm. whether or not, because several times really 377A has been like, they've attempted to try to repeal it, right? Ah, sorry, contest, yeah. Mm. You can try to contest as much as you want, but until the government fully decides that we are ready or we need to, then they will take the necessary steps to look for a solution or, or to act upon it. Mm. So whether or not this has changed, right? Mm. When it comes to the marriage situation, at the end of the day, it will still be the same decision that has to be made on the government's end for any change to happen. Right? Mm. But the, it's just that the process will look different. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think at the end of the day, it's also still politics, right? They had to compromise because there are going yeah. to be a majority of Singaporeans okay. that yeah. won't like this. Yeah. And so they had to do something to mm. safeguard that. Yeah, but to this, I feel like it's not two steps back. Mm. Because of, yeah. It shows that progress can be made or like some form of change can be made. Because I think before this, right? It was just like, no one talks about it. It doesn't get right, addressed. Right. I, I don't think it's a form of progress at all. Oh. I think we are just safeguarding the future. Because the entire key reasoning and MPM gave the reasoning himself was not really very much about gay rights. It was about it being struck down in court. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And in places like Europe, right? So there, there is, there's constitution, then there's legislature, right? So constitution is like the foundations of the law, right? So you, you, you can see like, for example, when even when parliament passes laws in, in America, for example, right? Then there are Americans that say, oh, this is this is unconstitutional. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is second amendment. It, it infringes our, mm. whatever the little law. Yeah. Say like, like our right to, to protect ourselves, you know, to mm. bear arms or mm. for freedom of speech and kind of stuff. And in in Europe, this has been happening to the point whereby laws are being struck down that affects a, a domino of other laws. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So once again, it, it goes back to how it was not used as a populist thing. And they also upfront about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they say, no, it's because we don't want this law to get struck down. Mm. And once again, LGBT people, it, the discrimination now is not in accordance with the law already. Because mm. in the past, at least I can say it's illegal for you guys to have sex. As much as they won't enforce, I can mm. still say it's illegal, mm. but now I cannot. Yeah. And what it also shows to me is the pressures on the government that we don't see. Because I have largely been isolated from it to the point where I thought these bloody polls were made up 
or they really just ask maybe you do your post at RC law or community center where the demographic is between 45 to 75 right then oh, everybody please, the post online which the old people can still access and do Whoa. yeah like, so like but now you, you see it you yeah. know you, you see that there really is very strong pressure to mm. f- to protect the constitution of men woman family there's actually an interesting question that one of the commenters asked in that reddit thread yeah which was that is this poll done before or after PM's announcement because they felt that the sentiments might change based on what the ruling party says is allowed or is not allowed. Right. Which I thought um, was quite interesting. So I wonder like what it would be if they pulled it like a year from now, like even like, yeah. In that sense, then yes, this is actually a step forward. Yeah. Because mm. it's like them saying that now it's okay. Then people start thinking like, oh yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like I guess one year from now they realize my life has not changed one bit from this law being repealed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm actually okay with it. Yeah. But the poll that I did, right? 69% <laughs> hey. believe that it's two steps back. Yeah. I think I was a bit surprised also to see my thoughts being echoed. Mm. Yeah. The secondary conversation that I was having like in, in my in my head, right, was that the church before this, so like ramping up to the NDR, actually there had been a growing conversation specifically on 377A and even like the church and the Bui community like coming out to speak up speak on it. So I was already feeling a bit like off, like tilted, right, based on what the church put out saying mm. that yes, like okay, we can respect you and let you have sex like, in your own <laughs> private time, but then you should then respect us and what we believe a family should be. Mm. Which also like, it's very conflicting for me because as a Christian, it is difficult for me to ask the question, why should the church's belief be the belief? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, because it is my belief. Mm, mm. Or like, I, why but, should it be imposed on an entire nation? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so the conversation there was then like the separation of church and state, especially in Singapore. Mm. Yeah. So the second question that I put was like, is there an issue with this seemingly lack of separation? Mm. Yeah. And most people felt like, yes, it was an issue. So like, 70 plus percent. I don't think there's a lack of separation. Eh. Mm. Is there? The church's statement plus the Muslim community, that, that statement that they put out, right? It's exactly what happened. Uh, it's what the announcement it, it is. It leaked, by the way. So, oh. so the repeal of 377A has been has been debated for a long time, right? And of course, before they make any amendments to laws and whatnot, mm. they will seek the religious council and they will speak to grassroots communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and apparently it leaked and individual churches in Singapore started organizing petitions oh. and stuff like that. But once again, oh. we don't see. Right. Yeah, right. which is where the silent pressures are. Which also explains why like two weeks before National Day Rally, there was so much of these like statements coming out from like the church. Even Ho Ching actually, yeah. like she started posting about 378. In very, a, a very pro-LGBT stance. Yeah. There are already countries that have legalized gay marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like are there studies on the effects? What's the worst case now? scenario of legalizing yeah. gay marriage and Normal all its people who already oh cannot get BTO now, even more cannot get BTO. No, 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 but like for society, right? For, for the, the impact yeah, of society, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. I haven't researched this much, but I have read a few articles here and there. And from my understanding is that it has already improved, I think, suicide rates in adolescence. Mm. Like, yeah. like that's one of the benefits, right? The positive effects. I'm just curious to like, I don't know whether anybody else knows of it. Do you yeah. think, what is humanity's greatest fear, right? Like if let's say the religion, the religious council does sit down and they think about it. Like, let's say like, right, I have this warped idea, right? What if religion was planted by a time future human that came back and gave us certain principles so that it doesn't lead to humans downfall. For example, mm. what was the concern? Like, is it the fact that if we legal gay marriages and otherwise straight person might suddenly be influenced to be gay and then <laughs> as, dangerous you know is it that then as a result we don't we cannot 
procreate. Like what if we all, we as straight men have to, we try gay sex and then we, it's so much better than straight sex. Yeah, we like it. Or we are so afraid to talk to girls, but it's so easy to talk to guys. Then we end up just getting in the relationship with the guys. And then what is the fear? Is it population? Right, right, right. Yeah, because in every faith uh, that I know of, uh, this growing the population thing is a matter of yeah. utmost importance. This, eh. It's so funny, this is such a serious f***ing thing, right? But it all stems down to sex. Eh. No, what, what I thought was interesting, right, was that this is National Day Rally, so it's most likely going to be played on a TV in front of families, right? And here you have PM Lee talking about sex for like a good 15 minutes. But sex. <laughs> and Surprise! It was just so interesting. Like if I was like six years old and watching it, I'd be so confused. Like, Yeah, actually, if you distill, he's actually just talking about you know, sex on TV for 15 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he go back home then. Good <laughs> on you, sir. Guess what I did today at work. <laughs> so in lead up to National Day Rally, right, there has been a massive amount of conversation from the religious like parties about traditional family values. Uh. What does that even yeah. mean? Is a man marry a Yeah, does it like, feel like, like it's just like that? Like, but why, why, why is that important? Okay, I found a definition of traditional <laughs> family values. Mm. So a traditional family refers to a nuclear family, a child-rearing environment composed of a breadwinning father, a homemaking mother, and their normally biological children. So any family that deviates from this is considered non-traditional. That sounds damn outdated. Yes. It is so popular. Most families in, the 60s in Singapore and 70s. are not traditional then. Yeah, because both both parents were low income families. Yeah. Okay, lah, since we already f it already. No, then are you also <laughs> then looking down on families where like maybe someone's adopted? Or single parents? No, single la, there's parent. no looking down, la, it's definition of traditional. Yeah, la. and no what are the advantages, right? Like you were saying. What are the yeah. advantages of this? Yeah, so if someone is saying that like you cannot raise a child properly in a non straight family, is that also then saying you cannot raise a child properly as a single parent? Yeah, no, no. So, so <laughs> but it is different, lah, right? We it take for different. example, like IMDA, right? So they really made like if if there's any portrayal of like gays, for example, not even gay sex, but just a gay relationship. It's like I believe M eighteen or R twenty one on like Netflix and and whatever. Why are they not doing the same if it's like a divorced family or single family? Yeah, because that's not a traditional family. Yeah. like nucleus or so. Funny, oh, like it was a wow to for the first time to see like in a movie like a divorced parent and then after that, then the same sex parent like. Yeah being featured also. So yeah. that means now if they do this, right, then in Singapore, we can see. No, so so they said that that, that won't change. Or because of the marriage part. part yeah. yeah. Do y'all think it's actually possible to be influenced to be gay? I think it's possible. I think there's a growing number of people who are like bi-curious or like exploring their sexuality, which they previously would not have done. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it has made them gay. There's like, detachment. I think there can be detachment because one is a sexual act. Correct, 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 correct. The romance, the love, uh, right? So that component, if you are really forced into an environment and you're born and you're intentionally raised to be gay, uh, I think it's possible. But no, not that, not that. Like, that you normalize gay sex, you normalize like men. What, like what Dan mentioned, because it's easier for guys to like, especially at a younger age, right? Talk to guys, you know? So as opposed to have to pluck up the courage to talk to some of the opposite sex. Yeah, but it's, a, it's so different. It's a spectrum it's, of talking to people. Right? You can talk to people casually, but if you are pursuing somebody romantically, suddenly that changes. Ma. I, see, I, I do think about a majority of LGBT people are born that way, but it's just yeah. saying that there are people who may be influenced to maybe try it out. Yeah, like if we remove preconditions, we are born into this world yeah. where there is just no how to partner up. Literally, anybody can partner up with anybody mm. and you'll live your life together. If it's opposite sex, great. Y'all can make a baby by yourself. Mm. If not opposite sex, still cool. You can 
Do what you want. Join a program. Make IVF a baby. Or, mm, yeah. Yeah, join, or join a program where they mix and match for procreation la, so mm. that you can still fulfill your carnal instinct of reproduction and nurturing the young, right? So like my first 10 years of school, right? I was in all boys school. And I think right, within that environment, you might end up questioning. Yeah. Because because like for that 10 years, right? Almost the entire 10 years of, of that, that life that I had, right? It was really all guys. Eh. Yeah. I don't know girl until like way later, I know. Mm. So before that, I don't know what a male-female relationship is. I only know types of male relationships. And across that spectrum, I feel like there is a possibility right. that you might fall into the experimentation of But you of see, it, mm. if we normalize this fully, is it experimentation? It's, it is a thought experiment. Ah. Yeah. I'm not anti-LGBTQ. Ah. This is like, if that there, there is not is is no longer called experimentation, you see. Because yeah, yeah. anybody could is really what is marriage, right? What is you're just partnering up for life, ah. It's yeah. a group project that you're gonna do forever, ma. Yeah. It's just pick one. The teacher assigned, so be it, sometimes great. Yeah. Right? Or you go and find your own, sometimes suck also. Right? So like there is no experimentation in that world. Cause everything is experimentation yeah. really, right? Everything is equal. And I remember, you know, there's there's this age where everybody goes through where, hey, you got a girlfriend or huh? I don't like girls, you know? Yeah. You say shit like that, like, uh, disgusting, e, kiss, e, you know? Like my best friend is this one, ah. Like who do you love most in this world besides your parents? My best friend Brian, for example, you know? Mm, yeah. Like we all had that and, and same for girls <laughs> like this. <laughs> and then at some point, if you are both open to it, then you all will try out. Then maybe your sex not good. Then there are so many couples out there with sex not good, but they just live life together because they partner up good. Oh. Mm-hmm. That sucks though. And then they just partner <laughs> up. Or doesn't. And then they just live their life like that. And I feel like as much as majority might not be like that because carnal nature kicks in. Mm. I feel like it's not a 1%, 0%, 1% uh, outlier. I feel like it's a 10, 15%. Okay, so Denise, <laughs> if you were born into a world that you are the only woman, all men, Difficult world. Do you think you end up dating a guy? He's asking for himself. I think can. I kind of, I quite believe, right, that I can convince myself into anything. Mm. Same. Yeah, which is almost everyone. Uh. Yeah. Mm. So it's possible. Uh. It's possible, but then like, maybe so you the have a chance, girl uh. look very feminine. The guy, the guy, the guy look very feminine. <laughs> the guy look very feminine. No, 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 but, oh yeah, yeah, the guy look very feminine. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it goes down to your body parts also. Uh. Cause I, I just now like, like based on my secondary school experience and primary and secondary school experience, I think yeah. if I born into a world that's there's only men, uh, uh. I confirm end up fucking a guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. yellow. Yeah, what else you gonna do with your yeah. dick, right? You just, which means you play with it. Be like, this needs to put in somewhere. What is a tube? Which is what happens to to guys in jail, lah. <laughs> it's a tube, right? I guess. It's a tube. Yeah, like straight men go to jail, right? Yeah. With the, with the lack of choices. Yeah, but you just pick men and no, 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 no. It's understood. It's but fine. you are not gay. Yeah, 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 no, but it's yeah. understood in jail, yeah, so yeah. not that I've been, la, but that we're not gay. <laughs> it's just, it's just gotta do what no, you want. No, but do. you see, in that reality, there is no such thing as gay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if there isn't, then it totally makes sense. Yeah. No, so yeah. how do you know? How do you know? Over labeling everything. Like, no, because <laughs> if what we say have semblance of truth, yeah. Yeah. then perhaps the religious council have a point, you see. That to keep it this way. That it I will mean, create an underpopulation no, issue. Okay, okay, okay. Or, wait, wait, wait. So, uh, or like when people say like gayness, you're born with it, you cannot get affected and become, you cannot, sp- it's not like viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So then this experiment shows that while it's not viral and you cannot, or I be near gay people, I become gay, you know, while it's not like that, there's a subset of people that will settle for the same gender. Right, right, not right. saying it's a bad thing, but it's because they didn't fully explore. So it's not a massive stretch of us saying that if say we remove all of this, the world is just really going to be all gay. <laughs> nah, I don't think that was ever the concern. I think it was more of like <laughs> that is a stretch. we if we if we lose family values, then like you know children grow up a little bit confused and then the whole family thing and like no, but males what are and females pay. Values? 
Exactly. So it's like if there are none, then we'll just have to relearn what family values are, lah. Right? Because there's also like primal arguments, for example, male and female brings <laughs> different <laughs> values to the family. Yeah, so so there are studies yeah. in tribes where where the children that are born, they don't have one father. Every male is a place yeah. their father yeah. figure. Yeah. And those children grow up with, with that law. Yeah. And it's just a different way of of, 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 of what, what we, we correct. define as a family. So we need to reformat the institution. We really want to reformat this. <laughs> Let's think about this real hard for like the next five minutes and we come to a decision. I, I guess this is why we have to think about like these things really take generations. Like it helps me appreciate why these things take generations as opposed mm. to but what if let wrong? people do what they want to do. You know what I mean? Mm. But what if we are wrong? Yeah. Mm. I think the catch or the easy trap to fall into here is that people who are then after, say for example, after legalizing real uh, gay marriage, people who are coming out might be perceived as like, oh, it's because the gay agenda spread. But the truth is that like they were like that all along. They were op- but suppressed. It was, yeah, mm. but it was just that they were suppressed or just that they never really thought to even explore that. Mm. Yeah, but it's not that we created gays, you know what I mean? Or like we are, yeah. we are making people gay. It's just that they are realizing it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And so and my question for John Paul is like, so after that ten years, right, then how you know you're not gay? <laughs> There's only one way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I mean woman. Huh? <laughs> yeah, see, so like, like a caveman. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always bad. Jane. Yeah, also then like I mean that's also that Further proves my point that mm. is that like even if every like this was the rampant reality, right? That there's no proper structure, mm. then he will just automatically still gravitate to who he's orientated towards, like who he's attracted yeah, but that's to. Yeah, but he's living in the, the wider society where no, but it doesn't matter what kind of society it is. I will still gravitate to whoever I'm attracted to. So, okay, another argument. Once again, I'm not against it, okay? I'm just trying to turn this into a f***ing fight, okay? Let's go. Like, there's many percent of us that settle at some point of life. The part of choosing a mate, I'm not saying my marriage, but the part <laughs> of choosing a mate <laughs> is not we settle down with the one we truly want. For many people. <laughs> uh, for but many people, <laughs> but not, not me. Uh. <laughs> for many people, is I will settle down with what I can get. But not you. Uh. <laughs> but not me. <laughs> right? Because, yes, yes. Because then many people want to date rich supermodels. Lah. Mm-hmm. But then most people get what they are most similar to in attractive values also, in intellectual capabilities also. It's a form of settle down to what I can get. Lah. Oh my God. So this is why marriage exists. Because as you grow up, you get more successful, you get more access what you can get changes without the marriage holding the you together with your previous partner you can go and get no, anybody else you want or whatever you know what I mean yeah like it does la. someone might get left behind but if, if we married. if society did not even have the concept of marriage to begin with right it's a whole different ball game you know what I mean mm. not, not really but okay because what is holding you and Pat together sorry to conclude my point yeah, to conclude yeah, my yeah. point right there will also then be men that perhaps unable or, or women whatever uh, mixed right <laughs> to just unable <laughs> oh, to boy, impress boy, someone of the opposite <laughs> sex and then they settle yeah. for what they can get uh. which is my smart best friend or true to my nature some of the opposite sex but don't want me mm. or not that good looking or not as smart as I hoped so at some point humanity have been settling for their life partners for hundreds of years. But so it's fair to assume that if we remove the boundaries of who you can settle down with and make it completely open-ended, mm-hmm. it's fair that I might be influenced to say, I'm gonna settle down with a guy because I can get a high caliber man then I can get a high caliber woman. 
mm-hmm. even though my sexual orientation might want me to be with a woman. But you need right. to But that argument is... <laughs> Don't know. Your argument is self-contradictory because like even now, like within <clears throat> women, right? I'm not dictating which woman you need to marry. Right? So then why am I not marrying a woman who I am deeming to be more eligible than this woman? You know what I mean? Like if- Yeah, if, no, I don't think it's contradictory. We, uh, we, are, we are seeing like similar things in that sense. You end up it's layered. Yeah, yeah, it's layered. The point is that you, you end up settling in what you can get, mm-hmm. right? The best that you can get, not mm-hmm. say what you can get, the best that you can get. Mm-hmm. And we remove gender roles out of a marriage. It will be the absolute best that you can get. As in, my point is that, is it possible to influence ma- a good portion, right? I'm not saying majority, a good portion. A good portion to me is like five, 10%. To settle. To settle for someone of the same sex if they are, if they are not born gay by genetics. And I believe it could be possible. I think Ken, I, I do agree. As in like, mm. clearly there are a lot of love, 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 love marriages out there, not yours. But, <laughs> but yeah, la, I do agree. I do think Ken. But then there's a whole different conversation, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moving this back to, to this conversation, right? I'm going to get f- f- good ones, yeah, this one. By who? <laughs> By all you bros. <laughs> back to my question, right? Like, do y'all think that Singapore separates church and state and does it matter? Because for me, right, I feel that so much of our... Policies, we are, multi, we are multi-religious, it's clear, yeah. right? And then like, because so many people believe in a religion, it is therefore a bit difficult to separate. So I think the theory that I have, and I'm making this up as I go, uh, is oh, it's a real theory. that religion was used back in ye days of old, oh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to govern yeah. before uh-huh. like politics and this kind of thing. Morality. And then once politics started to come into play, both had to work hand in hand because if you just completely lose the religious components, right? I think just politics alone might not be enough to keep society stable enough to make those small changes as they go along the way. Hmm. So I think that is why religion is tied into all of this. Also. Which is kind of why like monarchies do exude that they are a son of the sun, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. or a son of God. Because mm-hmm. there has to be that. And they're usually the head yeah. of like, like, like the Queen of England is the, the head of the Church of England, for example, the Anglicans. I did not know that. Yeah, mm. Anglicans started because uh, King Henry the something basically wanted to have a divorce. The Catholic Church said no. And she said, okay, I'll just start my own religion that copies what Catholicism is but we just call it Anglicans. Wow. And then make divorce okay. Yeah. What? Essentially, like, okay, I'm obviously over-summarizing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> come for you. And pastors can get married. I think there's a decent amount of separation, right? Because like we have certain laws that are quite anti-religion or like quite against what the religions like propose. Like, I mean like abortion being one or like the fact that we have like death sentences, which like you, you shouldn't take another man's life and things mm-hmm. like that, right? But at the end of the day, I think that the government always have to consult religion because a lot of people gather what their sense of morality or values are from their religion. Yeah. And so then if they create laws that are so far fed from what the religions are teaching them, they're gonna lose the election, they're gonna lose their support. But then sense. we start we end up basing this like even morality is something that we we, we, we should constantly question, right? Of course. It, and it's always changing. So what is outdated? For example, like we just listed the example of what a traditional family should look like. How scary is that if the examples you are listing at the moment, right? They are all the changes, the small changes that we are making, even though they go against the church, right? But everything else, all the other components, they somewhat stem from that religious uh, foundation, right? So the way I see it is that the separation of church and state comes to be if, like it doesn't need to be separated, if a solid majority of the country has the same religion 
number one and the ability to influence this religion resides within your country that's number two mm. because religion can be weaponized yeah and so if even if we are all Catholics for example then all the Catholics listen to the Vatican mm. then they can interfere with state affairs yeah. from abroad yeah yeah so the fact that the miracle of the Singapore story came to be is the fact that it's so multicultural and so multi-religious a deal needs to be made such that there is a line drawn at where coexistence will be. It's a circle where they, we don't meet, right? We are standing at the edge of the circle, we don't meet. But we've jointly agreed how small we can make this circle already. Mm -hmm. And this is where we stand now. Mm. And so I feel the way policy level looks at religion is not to straddle morality at all. I think it's a way to section people. Mm. So the same way how Singapore, how Lee Kuan Yew first won was that he made a deal with gangster slash mm. union leaders mm. which are heads of another 500 people another 500 people another 500 people and we get their buy-in and presumably only then makes sense that if let's say the Catholic Church has 600,000 Catholics then they are 20% of the voting pool and they get the mandate from their people and 20% of the people feels this way so if you want to go something against that then I should talk to my 20% of the people lah. Mm. right yeah so besides uh, 377A, um, the rally also had the announcement of the march, right? And I was damn surprised. Like I was reading the Straits Times announcement and to read the comments and so many people were against the march being optional. Again, like it might be echo chamber of Straits Times readers. But <laughs> most of them were like parents saying like, I am very, very fearful of my kids going to school without masks. Or like if I'm a, uh, I, I'm a Grab driver, I, I will feel very uncomfortable when my passengers are not wearing masks and that, that kind of thing. Wait, on that note, right? Specifically for parents, I feel like that fear might have developed since the toddler died or the, the, the infant, the, the right, child died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also read, so on Reddit, right, someone said, imagine the biggest plot twist, right, is if the badge lady starts wearing a mask now and <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, so like there was a recent piece of news that came out saying that she was caught again not wearing masks, yeah. right? Then I'm thinking like, but then this is what the government is doing. Eh. So like in two weeks time, she's going to be right. Or mm. I mean, in a week's time actually, she's going to be correct. But then like just because <laughs> but it's not she about was right ahead of the time almost. But it's not about <laughs> right or wrong. What? No, but it, the timing of it is what is important though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, no, but I'm just saying that she's a visionary. That's right. <laughs> what happened between USA and its people is what happened between the bash lady and our society slash parliament. Yeah, she's just, like if she go to America in that culture, she she's normal. Yeah. No, but the fact that not she's only hero, did, bro. not only did everybody just <laughs> listen, everyone all looked down at this bad lady and no one went like, wow, good for her and her yeah, independence yeah, yeah. and her freedom. <laughs> they went, what is up with her? Like, just put on a mask. We're also- Which goes back to the point of, the government say okay, then we're okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. I actually want to ask, like, how do y'all think legalizing gay marriage, right, will tangibly affect all the non-LGBTQ non yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Like your, your rights and values aside, like what do you think will happen? Like your life, how would it affect you? Mm. That's my question. How, they, no, how will this affect your country? Uh. Because we, we do understand, we must acknowledge that families that produce children give on, on a scale, on a mm. scale, yeah. But as a species, they do contribute more back to humanity by procreation. Mm -hmm which people that don't have children, whether you're gay, whether you're straight, like myself, don't have children, married, are just not putting in that effort, right? Are not giving that much back to humanity. Or we perhaps to, could do it in other ways also, but people with kids can also do it in other ways on top of having kids. Oh, actually, I'm curious. So if you are a married couple, not intending to have kids, right? Then would you all be okay 
if like saying that like we are cementing like marriage because like we need procreation and therefore married couples who are choosing not to have kids like decidedly don't get to BTO yeah don't get all the rights that married couples who because if that is the separation right then is that then okay I think that's a fair statement to make but not feasible as a statement to make because people only have a family when they have things in place not rarely the other way around then why shotgun marriage really Mm. juicy question Mm. yeah (laughs) let us know Okay, thank you for watching today's episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Continue the conversation down below and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Like, share, subscribe. Okay. Yes, John Paul is singing, so you can go. Oh, okay, okay you ready? Are you ready? I thought you wanted to try the line. Okay, okay. Okay. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.